I'm so excited to be here with y'all. I'm just an everyday average lady who can communicate with the spirit world who struggles with the everyday ins and outs of being a human. I'm always trying to evolve, grow, and awaken in new situations and to upgrade this human experience. Hey guys, and welcome to the portal with Terry Huberman. This is your portal to wellness, development, healing, the metaphysical, paranormal, quantum spirituality, the whole thing. Like why should we just limit ourselves to physical reality, right? So I wanted to introduce you guys to our next guest. Those of you who are watching this on the YouTube can already see Mike, but for those of you who are listening, I wanted to introduce you guys to Mike Gavoni. He is a coach. He's a spiritual healer. He's um, uh, just an all around great kind of guy um, who runs healing beyond recovery. And so I just wanted to introduce you guys to him so we could learn more about Mike and, and how he can share his experience of an awakening. Uh, and, you know, hopefully if you guys can connect and see if there's any similarities with your experiences and your awakening with Mike. So ladies and gentlemen, okay, so Mike, I don't have like, you know, like any sound effects. So I'm just gonna do the whole clapping. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Gavoni. <laughs> how's, that right. for, how's that for cheese? <laughs> I love it, I love it, I love it. Well, yeah. Well, hello, welcome, you. welcome, welcome. Thank you, Terry. Thank you. It's good to see you. It's, it's been good a while. To see you. I know. So, so Mike and I met in trauma camp. That's the way I like would, you know, kind of say, well, how did we meet up? Like we, we both met, we were going through a business development program through healing our trauma. And that's how we met and we connected. And I mean, he's just, a, he's always been a really great support system for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's been so helpful. And he has some really great things to say. And so I invited him here because he's got a really interesting awakening story that I think you guys would really get something out of it and how and so I thought he'd share you know hopefully Mike if you're cool with that you know share share that and how it got you to where you are and how you're helping people and all the things yeah of course of course I'd love to share my story with you and, and your listeners and I just want to say it's really nice to see like you know you're over here doing your work on this podcast I'm over here on your podcast <laughs> um, I have my work and we, lo and behold, we made it. Like we, we went through the chopping camp and we're still like going at this to like- I help. don't know how. <laughs> yeah, and it's really just a testament of, of who you are. And, uh, you know, it's just beautiful to, to see us both doing our work in the world. Yeah. So um, yeah, thank you for being you, Terry. And- um, It's my pleasure. Thank everything you. you've had to go through and your ancestors had to go through for you to get here. And I right? know it's been a lot from, yeah, from what you've shared with me. and. Yeah. Uh, it's been a lot for myself too, yeah. but, you know, as, as transitional characters, um, you know, people who are, are changing the whole dynamic of the, the lineage of their, you know, generation and healing the trauma and wounds. It's really nice to, um, to know you and, and be on Thank this you. journey with you and support um, your listeners too. So yeah, my name is Mike Avoni and I work as an integrative holistic recovery coach, supporting people who are in recovery to experience deeper healing and transformation. I also have a podcast too called the Healing Beyond Recovery podcast. 
And, uh, you know, like Terry, I have a great aspiration to help other people. And, you know, why limit it to the physical world? I mean, <laughs> I that too, you know? Um, and, There's and I, some I, fun aspects to the physical world, though, you know, right? Yeah, but this is just one sliver of, of it. This sliver. is just, yeah, this is just a sliver. And, and yeah. I, I wouldn't be able to say that without getting the dose of suffering in the physical world. Oh, shit. So one thing Carl Jung says, the great psychiatrist, he says, we don't come to consciousness without pain. Yeah. So, you know, or you might hear from maybe Buddhist or, you know, Hindu traditions, whatever it may be, uh, no mud, no lotus. So we need the mud in order to bloom our lotuses. Yeah. So, you know, I know your story a little bit of, of the history and, and, and my story. And it's from that mud we've experienced that our, our lotuses are now blooming. Mm -hmm. And and that's, you know, that, that's, that's my story of, of awakening, too, is, is being in enough pain to having to go within. Yeah. And, and, and when I went within, I had a profound transformation. Now, I'll back up a bit. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I work uh, with people who are healing from recovery or substance abuse, and mm -hmm. that's part of my journey. Um, deep childhood trauma is part of my journey. Uh, like I said, addiction, chronic illness is a part of my journey. And then all of that led to spiritual awakening. And, yeah. you know, the childhood trauma went on for years. I used drugs and alcohol to kill the pain. And then the trauma was still held in my body. And that's where chronic illness came in, irritable bowel disease, um, ulcerative colitis. And then that was kind of the pivotal moment of the irritable bowel disease coupled with what's called multiple chemical sensitivity because the gut and brain are so intricately mm -hmm. connected. Yeah. At the end of my journey, now I'm kind of just fast forwarding this for you, is at the end of my rope, I, I couldn't even be in this world basically or, or in this everyday environment I had to retreat to like the woods because I was so stimulated mm -hmm. by smells by diesel fuel by gasoline perfumes just environmental toxins and what was happening is it was it was causing my fight or flight response in my amygdala part of my brain to be activated all the time yeah. now some of you guys may not be able to identify with this exact story but I just want to give you some context maybe in regards to, um, you know, if you're suffering with an illness, then you may be able to identify with that. If you're suffering from addiction in some way, you may be able to identify with that or say you had a difficult childhood. We all, you know, we all have some sort of grit that's bothering us, that's causing us this suffering. And this can be the grit, this can be the, the fuel for our spiritual evolution when we right. decide to, to turn towards it. Right. Rather than, you know, our condition response is to always push that unpleasantness away. Right. So you may not be able to identify exactly with my story, but I'm just sharing a little bit in the context of whatever's bothering you today as the listener. This is where you need to go. This is where your focus and attention needs to be put. This is where this is the compass leading you towards freedom, but you have to go through it. And there's no way around it, Mike. I've tried. Oh yeah, you're talking. You're talking to like the king of um, uh, like come on, drugs and alcohol. Like I'm trying to get around it every which way. Uh, eating myself silly. Yeah. And, oh yeah, relationships. Oh, the sex, whole thing. I mean, the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. We teach what we need to learn most. So yeah, I, I know. I, yeah, t- totally. So yeah, the only way is through. Yeah. And it's freaking painful. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it is. Yeah. Well, you had like a lot of physical pain too. You were saying like with the irritable bowel disease and then like the whole smell thing. Like I couldn't, I don't think I could imagine that overload of sensitivity that you're talking about. I don't, I, I can't even humanly fathom it. That was it though, right? That was the oversensitization, uh, maybe. Yes. If that's the word. Um, <laughs> I know what was, you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> that was the that was the catalyst that shifted me to find that place within myself that could hold both of them. Yeah. So as the as the part of my brain that's getting activated, the amygdala saying, "Oh, there's a threat. There's a threat. There's a threat." There was another part of my brain like, "Hey, Mike, like, there's no threat. What's going on?" And I had these two parts of me yeah. in tug of war. And when I had to go now, also, I'm the son of a born again Christian preacher, which, you know, was very difficult in its own is a a lot of trauma with that too. you know, dogmatic Christianity, not to say that Christ wasn't a great teacher. He was right. But, you know, as things get convoluted and, you know, all that sort of stuff with religion, um, I had that framework. And but but I listened to my internal wisdom, which was to go in at that time and Mm -hmm. begin to meditate. Mm -hmm. And I did, and, and by going, and when I say meditate, it's not like I you know, took 20 minutes and just sat for each morning. I had to leave my corporate job. My whole life came to a halt, and I ended up spending a lot of my days in nature in the woods, mm-hmm. hugging trees, pleading yeah. with them to give me the strength in roots. Give me your roots. Give me your strength to make it through this. Yeah. Because there was part of me that was thought I was going to die by the physiological, you know, in brain inflammation, uh, ah. hyperarousal I was experiencing. And by meeting that in meditation over and over and over again, I had a profound mystical experience that. What was of, it? Well, it was. It was. The causes, it was me meeting the causes and conditions. So okay. it was, it was pretty much a near death experience. I thought I was going to die at times. Yeah. And I met that with a sense of absolute acceptance and openness and deep concentration of my mind through Buddhist practice. Okay. And by doing that, I transcended this physical reality and I had a mystical experience to be and experience the oneness. So there was no sense of duality when, when, the, veil, when the veil dropped. You know the yeah. veil? Yeah. The veil dropped. Yeah. And I was the bird migrating. I was the acorn that burst into a 90-foot tree. Suff- I moved beyond the suffering. There was no I to suffer. Yeah. I, I didn't exist because there is no I. Right. It's, you know, everything you're saying, I hear, I, I experienced like in, in different ways throughout my entire life. But I think my most recent experience was with multidimensional beings. When I studied with Dr. Joe, I did a whole week with him and I was in the- Dr. Quantum. Joe Dispenza? Dr. Joe Dispenza was like 
freaking amazing. I'm already saving up for another experience because it was like that, that life altering. And that was back in February, right before. And I had for the first time that experience that you're talking about, where you awesome. are just everything. You're no body, no one, no thing. There's no time. It's just, and it's really hard to explain that to people. Yeah, of course, because when you're explaining it, their, their intellectual mind is trying to grasp what you're yeah. explaining. Yeah. And this is beyond conceptualization. Yeah. This is beyond the very small little minute framework of the thinking, you know, ego mind. It's, yeah. it's, it's transcending that. Yeah. So that sounds like a big one. That's what she said. But, um, but that sounds like a really big, huge awakening because when I work with a lot of people, they're having awakenings on a smaller level where they're just kind of witnessing themselves and they know that there's change and there's consciousness and awareness from who they used to be to who they are now and they have no clue who they're going to be. But the experience that you're talking about, that is like, it, there's, it's, it is multidimensional. It's not, there's like no reality whatsoever. So that like what you're describing was big, 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 big. It, it was so big. First of all, you're right. It was multidimensional healing. Yeah. And it was so big that I, I, I pretty much had the understanding that I, I, now I'm getting real woo now. Yeah. Is I probably burnt a thousand lifetimes of yeah. karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what happens when you literally time travel to a new timeline. Mm. Yeah. And we do that several times, like in just everyday life, our choices mm. are taking us to different realities and different dimensions, but it's not, that's just everyday regular stuff. But what you're talking about was like literal, like cosmos type. Cosmos. Yeah. Like like yeah. <laughs> the cosmos, like, like, and when I say that experience, like there was, there was like, you know, owls, I had encounters yeah. with owls, encounters yeah. with, you know, red tailed hawks. I mean, yeah. shooting stars were showing up when I was like, you know, pleading with the universe to, yeah. to support me. I mean, like magic that you kind of hear about. Um, yeah, that happened. And then part of me, as I sit here today goes, holy shit, that really happened. Like, yeah. <laughs> You know, because there's a part of me that like I can't connect with that yeah. right now. Right to, now, you know? yeah. yeah. So, because yeah. of the conscious state that you're in right now, and exactly. and we're we're in our human. I call them Earth suits, but we're in our human Earth suits, and it's the ego that that is. You know, right now your ego and my ego are like, hey, let's chat, let's do this. Mm -hmm. You know, let's let's do this podcast. So, so that's really what led you to kind of where you're going or like what you decided to do with work or so that well yeah all of it pretty much I remember right before I left the company I remember having these shifts in consciousness where I I I, I had these little awakenings before you know kind of the the, the big shift and when I kind of just you know when I dissolved and had that experience I just told you about I remember sitting on this bench and looking at this tree and the tree's leaves were like shimmering like diamonds. The, 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 I was just totally and utterly present in that moment. And I knew from then on there, I, I wasn't 
you know, here to save up for uh, houses. And I wasn't like, my goal of owning a BMW 745 had totally shifted. And I knew I was here to help alleviate the sufferings of other beings. Mm-hmm. And so, yes, it, that experience uh, led to me healing physically. Like I physically okay. healed from all sort of colitis. Um, I had a physical healing. Now, did I do a bunch of things? Sure. I, I did a bunch of holistic treatments and so forth to heal, but that led me, I first had to engage in the shift of my own consciousness. Yes. And, and that's very important. But I, the work I do with people is you have to engage in the healing and shift of your own consciousness yes. for your physical body to catch up. Yes. You, you know, so that's the that, way the third dimension works. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah and, I, yeah, and I know you know a lot more about that than me, but that's the experience I had was yeah. I had to shift this whole consciousness before yeah. this meat suit or earth yeah. suit could catch up. Yeah. And that's what led me to go on this intense quest of, um, of healing and then led me to, you know, I'm still, I'm still finding out who I am today and still, yeah, it's still unraveling. And- you still will until you're not wearing your earth suit anymore. Totally. Just like me, just like everybody else. And not only that, Mike, um, the awakenings keep happening. They might happen at different uh, levels of intensity, you know, maybe not as grand, um, or it might at some point, but these are just like upgrades of of consciousness. That's kind Mm -hmm. of like, we just keep upgrading. So, you know, I always tell my clients, you're not done, you know, (laughs) until you don't wear your earth suit anymore. But um, yeah, that's, 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 I love how like your physical body just healed from, from that, you know, Mm. which, which was amazing. So did you just like say goodbye to corporate America and you're like, fuck off or like, yeah, I, I pretty much, well, well, yes, I, I said goodbye to corporate America because I couldn't be in a confined environment where everyone mm. was wearing, you know, you know, hairspray and perfume. Yeah. I couldn't be in that. My body just wouldn't allow me. And it still wouldn't allow me mm-hmm. to do other things. For example, I left there and a, a good friend of mine, uh, he got me a union card in this specific union. Mm-hmm. Which you know, guys are making tons of money. It was a great, you know, opportunity for an earth career and all that. Yeah. And yet my body still, it, it, the diesel truck, I still couldn't do it. And I was, I was, I kept on being pushed and funneled, yeah. funneled. The universe was like, dude, you have a purpose. You have a purpose. Yeah. And I'm over here trying to like do everything I can, right. To just, you know, make it and keep going. And the universe was like, you know, you have to live out. You have to be. You have to be who you're supposed to be. And I knew I always had a purpose. Yeah. I knew I was always here to do something, you know, big. And for me to help others heal is big. And and yet the, my body, until I really kept listening, right? It, it led me all the way here to Sedona. So <laughs> I, I just I just kept listening, and and it, it it just and I still keep listening. Yeah. But yeah, it led me to change everything about me in my life like I don't even remember that old guy like I don't even recognize him yeah so you've had many lives in this one life in this current Um, lifetime that's what I always tell people like we have many lives within this one lifetime 
a lot of people will say, I want to go to a past life and I want to heal that. And I say, well, let's heal this life because this is the one that you're actually working with right now. And I actually piss off a lot of people, believe it or not. But it's like, when you heal this life, this is the one you're dealing with. Why heal the past lives, right? When you're healing this life, all the other past lives are all, all are healing. So yeah. why, yes. why go backwards, right? Yes. You know, and then through the healing this life, you, you set, you know, in motion your future lives too for mm -hmm. that healing. Don't come back and deal with this bullshit. <laughs> deal with it now in wow. this life right here. Totally. Yeah. So now that's what you're doing is you're helping people heal in this life right here, right now from just their most recent past lives in this life. Does that make sure. sense? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so you're really supportive. Like, so what are some of the things that, that you do or how do you work with them or like, yeah. So my, my background and study is in mind body healing. Mm -hmm. So I think for me and, and, and to relate this to other people is important is, um, you know, disease tells a story right? Not right. just of the cells in our body, but of the self, right? And, and our, our story of what happened to us lives on in the tissues, right? So you yeah. may have heard before the issues are in the tissues. Yes. And for me, when I got diagnosed with universalis ulcerative colitis at 25 years old, my whole colon was ulcerated. No doctor ever put his hand on my shoulder and said, hey, Michael, tell me a story. How yeah. did you get like this? How, how did your whole colon become ulcerated at 25 years old? What is your body telling you? No one said that. They said, yeah. take six pills of these a day. Take some prednisone. Take this immunologic drug. So what I'm saying is, and how I support people, is really understanding that what they went through lives in their body. The same thing with addiction. Yeah. Addiction is, is a result of trauma and trying to regulate the nervous system. Yes. Well, why is your nervous system dysregulated, my dear? What? Tell me your story, right? And sometimes it's not even about tell me your story. Sometimes it's about let's work, let's let's turn towards what's here in this moment and let it speak to you. Yeah. Because I don't need to know necessarily the details of people's story, but I want them to make the connection within themselves of what happened to them and how they came to be this way. You, you, so, hit it, you hit it on the head because the energetic frequency of addiction is disconnection. Hmm. And from disconnection from of self? The self. Yeah. And there's no way you can have a connection to the divine if you're not connected to yourself. Yeah, because the divine's within you. Exactly. Be still and know that I am God. That's what yeah. I discovered. Yeah. Now, com coming from a, a born-again Christian father, right? You know, <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, right? I was told ever since I was a little kid, you know, if you don't do this, you're going to hell. If you don't do this, right, God's not going to be good to you. And lo and behold, I find God within me. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I think that's great because there are, you know, people have this idea of what addiction is and, and all this stuff. And when we just get down to the basics, which is what you do, it sounds like, is you just help people come together and connect to themselves. You know, it's just yeah. that it happens to be in the realm of recovery from substance abuse. Totally. You know, and like, it's, yeah, it's, mm. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. 
And as, as my mentor would say, all sickness is homesickness. All healing is self-healing, a journey back home to your true self. Yeah. So whether you believe in the disease model of addiction, which I don't, uh, but, but, or the, you know, just the, the sense of, you know, being addicted to a chemical and having, you know, this mental obsession, physical compulsion, right? You may call that a sickness, but all sickness is homesickness. Yeah. All healing is self-healing, a journey home back to you. Yeah. And that's, that's where I find, you know, and, and there's other modalities, you know, internal family systems. I'm now in a training of somatic experiencing, right? I'm, I'm trained in, you know, mindfulness through Jack Cornfield and Tara Brock. So it's really a lot of, um, you know, body-based healing yes. so in the soma. Yeah. And, and yeah, and linking, you know, the psychological and, and spiritual, you know, yeah. connections there. And I think that's um, really pivotal, you know, and, and people, you know, I come from a 12, I came from a 12 step background ever since I had that awakening, no offense to 12 steppers or anything like that. I never went back to 12 step. I never, ever went back to a 12 step meeting that, that they will, I, I attended one, but I, I've never, I'm not in the fellowship anymore. Yeah. And it's like, I never, and why, and I say this humbly is I'm just not at that level of consciousness. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's like, it's a level of consciousness. I actually know several people who are successfully recovered from addiction who do not do um, that kind of fellowship either because they felt it was actually limiting for them. They knew and they felt there was more support that they could get and connect to themselves more than through just your standard typical steps. And, and that's my motto is healing beyond recovery is you, there, there's healing. Beyond there's more. Than yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, yeah. It's true. It's true. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's really great work what, what you're doing and um, you know, just to toot your horn a little bit since you tooted my horn at the beginning, you've, you've been really supportive. Like, I know it's been a while since we've had any, you know, deep, deep conversations because we've both been busy, but um, you know, your level of support is actually really helpful, even to somebody who's not in recovery. I mean, I, I listen, my shtick is different. Okay. But everybody's got a shtick and you know, you've been really helpful. So I appreciate, um, you know, when I can reach out to you and you're always like, no problem, Terry, you know? Yeah, so sure. I, you know, I like, if somebody comes to me, I, the, when I work, I work, it's almost, it's like you and I are saying the same thing, but with different languages. Cause I do like through energetic frequencies, mm -hmm. but it's about consciousness and getting yourself to a consciousness awareness, right? So, I mean, I just think it's like absolutely beautiful and it's wonderful, like how, like we, you were saying we all have our gifts, right? So we each have our own gifts in such different ways and it's absolutely beautiful. And I really appreciate, um, you know, how you have helped me and the advice that you have given me. So, you know, just to toot your horn a little bit, like honk, honk, you know. Yeah, thank you. I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that. And you've been very, you know, influential on, on my journey too, you know, getting to know you and, and you know, it's, 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 it's reciprocated. So thank yeah. you. So oh, oh, I hear the cards. You hear the cards, right? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I'm getting a fucking reading, Terry. Yep. <laughs> so, um, okay. So as you know, this is the part where I do do a reading. Um, do you have, just for time's sake, because these are quickies, 
Um, do you have a specific question in mind that you would like me or an area of your life that you want me to look into or anything like that? Um, let me just think one sec. An area of my life I want you to look into. Oh, say I don't. What's what's the other option? You just I can I can just up? yeah I can just see what yeah let's up. do that. Oh, look at you! Fantastic. Okay, so let's just see what is going with Mike. Do me a favor, really quick, and say your first name out loud three times, please. Mike Gavoni. Mike Gavoni. Mike Gavoni. Okay. Let's see what's going on with Mike. Ooh, swift decisions need to be made. Yeah. Okay. So do you understand this? You need to make a decision like fast. Does this make any sense? If not, it's coming up. Um, a swift decision. No, no. Okay. So then this is probably coming up. Um, it feels like, okay, let me see what area it's going to be in. I almost feel like it might be, are you purchasing property? Do you understand this or moving or what is this about property? Do you understand this at all? Um, considering purchasing property? I, I, I am considering <laughs> purchasing property, although um, the lease here ends in January. So I've been thinking about this, the next step. Yeah. Um, yeah, this purchasing property definitely resonates. Yeah. Well, here's what I got to say. I feel like I know you need to be out of there by January, which isn't that far. Don't get too bogged down in your mind about, uh, how do I say this? About the specifics of what it, everything should look like. Okay, so the expectation in terms of aesthetically, if you need this, if you need this, you need this, that's, that's going to um, actually stand in the way of you making the right decision. Okay, I have victory that you will be finding the right place. But the thing is, is that you're going to, it's like when you come up with the right, the right place for you, the offer or there's something about the opportunity, it's going to be fast. You're going to have to make up your mind fast. So what you're going to need to do in order to know if it's the right decision for you is to feel into your body, which you're connected to your body. So you're going to have to feel into your body as if it's the right place for you or not. The right place for you, what, what, I'm, what I'm feeling is that you're going to have to make a decision fast. So that's why, because it's so fast, I don't want you coming from here. You've got to come from here. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, there's ultimately, there's no wrong decision that we can make. Cause as we know, um, sometimes what seems like a bad decision at first could end up being like a really great thing in the bigger picture, but there's an opportunity for you to avoid just a lot of mental agitation with this. Mm. So I don't know is how, how do you feel about reality, uh, manifestation and creation? Um, and what do you mean when you ask me, how do I feel about that? Be more specific. Yeah, like, um, would you be up for creating your, the, the perfect spot, the perfect place for you so that what, when it comes up, you just automatically know it. Like, how do you feel about that practice about yeah, so partaking the, yeah, in that? I, I, I feel that that feels great. Yeah. Okay. 
So here's what I'm going to say to do. Start now. So instead of, instead of, instead of you coming from the place of what everything should look like, it should, I'm just giving an example. I'm not saying this is what the place would look like. It should have a white fence. It should have grass. It should have this. It should be close to the supermarket. It should be blah, blah, blah. Come up with how would you feel living in that environment? What does it feel like to you? Do I feel freedom? Does it feel ease? Is there flow right now before you even have it? Because the decision you're going to have, it just feels like you're going to have to make a really fast decision. So when you see the place or you go visit it, you'll already have created it because you've already um, could, um You've already set it in motion, so you're magnetizing yourself to it. All right. What if, see, all right, cool. I've been doing that with the actual place I'm living in because I've, 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 the, you know, I'm renting. We own property, but we're renting this home in Sedona and mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the guy to sell it to me. Oh, okay. So okay. This, this feels really good, although there's part of me too that says, well, Mike, let go of this too if this doesn't work because something else will show up too. Well, something else can show up too, but there is something specific about needing to make a decision very fast. Yeah, I don't know what that is. It Mm -hmm. could be, see, here's the other thing. Long story short is the landlord came. There's a huge 45 foot like garage bay on our home Mm -hmm. and he came and cleared it out. Now, why? if he was coming back here, why would he clear it out? So I'm, I, I, you know, he hasn't told me he's, he's selling it or moving, yeah. but he just bought a home in New Jersey. And part of me is like, I'm giving you too much info. Now. You're supposed to be snippy. Yeah. You're giving me a lot of info, but I'm trying to just feel what's his, do you know his first name? What's his first name? Jerry. Jerry. I don't have a very good feeling about Jerry. <laughs> you don't? Um, hold on, but I need to figure out what that is because my, immediately my my solar plexus tightened up. You know, here's the thing. I know the lease is up in January. He might be saying something like, oh, it's okay, we can prolong the lease or something. But then there's something about it not being able to be as long because it, there's going to have to be a quick decision. That's what I come back. And that's what I feel uncomfortable about. So he may literally say something like, I'm selling it. Like you may not, huh, how do I say this? I don't know. You know what? I don't, I don't, I feel like there's a sense of maybe like the, like the rug being pulled out from under you with this gentleman. So there's a surprise element with this. So, and it could be, he says, yes, I'm going to sell this to you, but then at the last minute decides not to. And so you've got to like quickly, um, you know, change, but it sounds like you're like going along with the flow on that, which is great. So continue doing that, but also do what you did to get this home, do that, but feel it versus see it, if that makes any sense, because there's something, I, I feel like there might like, be like, mani- like manifest, like manifest like- based on the feelings, not or- on like the details. For something other than this, because I've been putting a lot of that manifesting energy onto create onto onto staying here. Mm-hmm. But then again, that quick thing. But like, that quick thing, I don't, I don't, you know, there's something about that quick thing, and I, 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 that's the thing where I'm like concerned. 
or there could just be a back and forth. Maybe ultimately you get it. I mean, I feel like there's ultimate success. So like you will find the right place, Mm. but there is something about the rug being pulled from under you and having to make a really quick decision. And it's that quickness that kind of puts you into that fearful state, which is why I want you to like already start magnetizing like the feeling like what is what would it feel like to live in that home or i mean even if it's this place you know but there's something about quick something something mm-hmm. no, you I, know I you. so that's that's uh where the getting too much into your mind and having some fear could put a block to it so as long as you're open that's great then continue doing what you're doing because if it's not this physical house, it could be another physical house that is has what you have and more. Mm-hmm. And I'm open to that too. Right. So that's like you're on the right track with just being open. But I am curious. You're going to have to let me know what is this connection to Swift? Because it is fast. It's like... It's fast and it's, it's uncomfortable. And that, and, but, but see, that's part of like the lesson is just to trust, right? Mm. But you're pre-paving, you're pre-creating. Um, mm. So keep doing that if you're currently doing that for this place, because energetically, it's not going to matter whether it's this place or another place, as long as you're feeling those emotions and those are the frequencies that you are emitting, you're tuning yourself like a radio station to those frequencies. So it's not going to matter whether it's this house or another house. Does that make sense? Sure. Mm -hmm. So um, here's what I will say, whatever you're doing for this house, that's great. Keep it up, but add to it. Maybe add more feelings and sensations than what you're doing right now. Mm. There is still a sense of like maybe tweaking, you know, so it's good to have an idea. Yes, you want to know, I do want a house and I want those details. But when you're putting your focus, you're focusing on the feeling you've already designed it. Let's magnetize it. So that's using the heart. So that's the Taurus. That's the mind and the brain connection. And that's what manifests right? So the brain designs it, which is you're like, I want this house. It has this many rooms. I want it to be close to markets, whatever. And then the feeling is I want to feel safe. I want it ease. I want, I want to, you know, like how would you feel being so close to markets? Mm. Right. That's what I'm, does that make, am I like you understand it? Yeah. 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 So keep doing what you're doing, but be a little bit more expansive Mm. with the feeling of it too. So, and, and you can even ask, uh, Ivy, ask her to play mm. and pitch in, unless you don't want her to be part of it, which is no, fine. I, I do. It's funny. She's, my fiance is like a super intuitive and she doesn't have a, she doesn't have a good feeling about Jerry either. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I don't think he's a horrible person. He's a good businessman, but I feel like he's an opportunist and that's what might make him a little shady. Like, I, I feel like there might be a promise that he's just not going to keep or something. Sure. I, 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 I hear you 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let me know how that all comes out. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> I now I'm like, ooh, that. here with popcorn. Like, what's going on with Mike's life? <laughs> oh, you want to watch the Mike and Bonnie show? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, Mike, if somebody wants to work with you or, you know, they're in their recovery process, you know, and they need some help and, and support, um, you know, and 
they've been doing it for a while and they just kind of need that hand holding and that, you know, that, that just that extra, I got your back. How can people work with you or where can they find you or all the things? Yeah. So you can find me. I have a webpage at uh, mikeavoni.com. So it's M-I-K-E-G-O-V-O-N-I.com. There you can, you know, see what, see my offering. You can click apply now for a total complimentary consult and you can check out my podcast there too, at the top right-hand corner. It's called the healing beyond recovery podcast, where I have leaders in the field of consciousness, recovery, trauma, addiction, um, you know, health and wellness. And, you know, we really talk about that healing beyond just recovery. So you can check that out. That's on iTunes and all your major platforms as well. And social media, Instagram, Mike Avoni, and same thing, I believe, with uh, Facebook. I'll make sure that I have all that contact information on the description section too, um, because you're good people, you know, and um, it's just, I'm really picky about who I work with. (laughs) I want authentic people, you know? Mm. So, um, you know, it's important to me that, you know, that the people who I work with, that you work with and who work with you, I know that they're going to get the help and the support that they need. So, um, yeah. I'm glad I made your, your authentic list. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I do, I have, I I do have, I'm picky. I do have an authentic list. So, uh, yes, you made it. Yes, you're there. Yay. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs> Thank you so much for hopping on to yeah. the portal, hopping through the portal, <laughs> stepping <laughs> through the portal, holding <laughs> my hand through the portal. I mean, yeah. everything you can do through the portal. Thank you. <laughs> yes. yes. So, it was really a pleasure to uh, to be here and see you, Terry. And thank you for the reading. It definitely was with me. Um, and I'll keep you posted. Yes, for sure. For sure. And, um, everybody who's watching or listening, thank you so much for all of your support with the portal and just all the community that I've created. Um, I've recently really embraced that my number one value is connection. So for me, I am now living my life through the lens of connection. So, um, I appreciate each and every one of you who engage with me and who connect with me because I learn through you and I'm very, very, very grateful to be journeying with all of you guys as well. So thank you so much for all of your support. Stay connected and I'll see ya on the flip side. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Join me for future episodes and listen as more believers and non-believers share their paranormal and metaphysical stories and experiences. We'll take the mundane of being human and give you access to a compassionate, authentic, and entertaining approach towards spirituality, personal development, wellness, and the paranormal. Buckle up for the ride. If you love this podcast, be sure to subscribe and get updates about future episodes and join me on Instagram and Facebook at Intuitive Coach Terry for snippets and highlights. You can also find me on Patreon at Intuitive Coach Terry Huberman to see some features and special content.